Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, good morning, I'm Tad and Kara. Yeah. What is going on with you? So, have you ever had to, like, as an adult, eat something that your parents used to force you to eat as a kid? No. That's one of the greatest things about being an adult is that you no longer have to do any of that. You're not beholden to anybody. So my aunt came into town over the weekend and we haven't seen her in a really long time. And every time we used to go visit in Tennessee, she would make this peach cobbler. She thought that that was my favorite treat growing up, that this peach cobbler was like the thing that I loved. And every time we would go visit, my parents would force me to eat this peach cobbler because Baca made it. It's special. You can't be mean. It'll be disrespectful. You don't want to hurt her feelings. So I would have to choke it down as a kid. You would eat this peach cobbler just to be nice. Exactly. So when she came into town this weekend, Ryan, of course, had some delicious, amazing peaches that came off of our love tree. And they were sitting in the kitchen and she saw them and said, oh, my gosh. I've got to make you your favorite peach cobbler. Did all of the memories of your oh my childhood gosh, come immediately rushing back? My stomach drops and I'm like, I love peaches, but it's a consistency thing. I, it's like cottage cheese and lumpy like peaches what? and it's just gross who puts cottage cheese in a cobbler no, I didn't... you don't put cottage cheese oh. in a cobbler but it's the same consistency okay. is what okay. i'm saying and it's disgusting but still as an almost 40 year old woman i had to eat my piece of peach cobbler so i wouldn't upset my aunt please tell me i'm not the only one that as an adult has had to choke something down that was forced fed to me as a kid that I swore I would never eat again. See, I was saying that you don't ever have to do that anymore because we have a little thing called allergies that seem to be popping up more and more. So you can just be like, oh, gosh, Baca, I'm so sorry. Mm, not going to work with her. Would not fly at all. She would sniff that out in an instant. Ever had a situation where you had to eat something as a grown adult just to save face? Julie in Alpharetta? So, Kara, I can totally relate to you. Oh, really, Julie? Uh-huh. What happened? Well, I was first starting to see somebody. I'd only been on like two dates with them and they really wanted to come over and impress me and cook me dinner. And Aww. I thought that it sounded really sweet. So yeah. I said yes. And so he comes over and he has all the bags of groceries and he knows I'm vegetarian and he starts cooking and it ends up being literally just like canned beans of different kinds <laughs> with Salad dressing. <laughs> was it a cold dish or was it a warm dish? It was cold. So you made like a bean salad. Yeah, but there was really nothing else to it. People don't know how to handle vegetarians. Well, I they mean, don't. A for effort, for sure. But did you eat it? 
I ate it. It no. was edible. He also brought wine, so everything was okay. <laughs> You're like guzzling wine. To <laughs> Take be able a bite. Deal. A glass of wine. Another bite. Biggest question, <laughs> are you still with this guy or was that a deal breaker? We are about to have our one year anniversary. No, no way. way. <laughs> <laughs> it got better. It got better. Does it he did. still have you taught him how to cook or do you just handle all that? It's been a little of let's do it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you're the sous chef. You do all the cutting. You do all the slicing. I will assemble and tell you. That's you know. literally it. That's literally it. <laughs> you're my assistant. Yeah. All right. So I guess you do every once in a while, certain situations. I can't believe that we thought that that would be a, a deal breaker for Julie. Like, you still dating him after he made you that <laughs> Some bean Some terrible dish? bean salad? What's wrong with you? How come you didn't break up on this phone? B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now good morning. I'm Tad. Hello, Kara. Good morning. DFAX can just go to my house and get my kid right now. Why? He's being brainwashed by his mother. Oh, no. What happened? There's two parents in this relationship, right? Yeah. I'm the father. Right. She's like had this staunch anti-Star Wars policy in my house. I haven't gone to review it recently, Mm -hmm. but I remember watching it and it's a bunch of people... You know, shooting it's sci-fi. It's on, fantasy. Yes, it's, it's cool fantasy. monsters and, and space. And I have an advanced five-year-old who can understand. He knows how to suspend disbelief. He knows these things aren't real. Yeah, it's not going to turn him into some sort of a monster or Wookie. And he likes, you know, Avengers and stuff like that, right? right? Like that's kind of the same vein as Star Wars a little bit. Now, my wife has got him so brainwashed that he doesn't want to see Star Wars. He's against seeing Star Wars. And this all came to a head this week because Hamilton came out and we just watched Hamilton. There was no problem there. Hamilton for a five-year-old? Hamilton for a five-year-old. Did he enjoy it? Oh, he loved it. My point is he will love Star Wars. So I just want to give you a little glimpse into my life. This is me trying to convince a five-year-old boy to please watch Star Wars. Okay, kids are not appropriate to watch Star Wars when I'm a grown-up or teenager. Why can't you watch Star Wars right now? You can watch Hamilton, but you can't watch Star Wars? Yeah, because Star Wars is much more scarier than Hamilton. You watch those spooky Shrek things. There's a kid show. There's ghosts and stuff and the yes. crazy... What about the gingerbread man? No, Dad, there's no ghosts in it. I'm your father. No, but Mom knows that I can't watch it. So there you go. Oh. Mom she... knows I can't watch it. Mom is, has deemed herself judge, jury, executioner. All right. We got to get my wife, Jessica, on the phone. Jessica, I figured we should give you an opportunity to defend your position. (laughs) I just think it's like a little intense. Like he's only five. I think if he watches Star Wars now, then what's next? Like, what's the next thing he's going to watch? A historical assassination of a president isn't a little intense? No, because it was like music dancing and singing. This is like intense. Star Wars is much more intense, I think. The singing is a little more lighthearted he loves the theatrics of it and you know i think there's like the fun characters and like the whole family aspect of star wars like that's not c3po r2d2 friendship yeah i mean i don't know he's gonna keep want to keep watching and like the first one maybe is okay but like 
then what? He's going to want to keep watching, and then it gets more intense, and then, ugh, I don't know. Then you get to, what's his name? Jar Jar Banks, and nobody wants that. <laughs> don't well, bring Jar Jar into this. <laughs> All right. And it's not even like I'm a big Star Wars geek or anything like that. I'm just like, you can see Hamilton. He can see Star Wars. I mean, he's right in that vein to just love all of those characters and to, you know, become fascinated with space and that kind of thing. So I don't understand what the... I know. I don't understand it either. And then even the five-year-old, even Sam, I talked to him and I'm like, come on, let's. what's wrong with Star Wars? And he's been brainwashed. Okay, kids are not appropriate to watch Star Wars when I'm a good at Oh, teenager. Why can't you watch Star Wars right now? You can watch Hamilton, but you can't watch Star Wars? Yeah, because Star Wars is much more scarier than Hamilton. Nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> How do you know it's much more scarier? You've never even seen it. Exactly. Marion Conyers, you have my back on. I mean, so far it's unanimous. Hi. Um, so I am... And agrees to watch Star Wars because I have a seven-year-old who's also into Star Wars, and at seven she's already watched them all. Already watched them all. When did she first start watching Star Wars? She started maybe when she was about four because her dad's a Star Wars junkie, and she like whenever he watched, she would always be interested, and so she'd stop what she's doing and come and watch with him. So maybe that's what you should do, Tad. Maybe you should just go home and put it on the TV and just have it kind of playing in the background and see if he walks by and is interested in it. The problem with the brainwashing is that as soon as he sniffs out the truth, like this is Star Wars that we're watching, he'll run in the other room. And what is he going to do? Read a book? Like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to contaminate his mind. His <laughs> no, mother I mean, she, she loved it. Like I said, she just turned seven two weeks ago. So, And you don't see any signs of her becoming a serial killer, do you? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. All right. Thank you. Um, it's been unanimous. I was going to ask for help, like, convincing my wife, but I really, now I'm looking for somebody who doesn't agree who with agree? Like, Yeah, who agrees with I mean, her. There's nobody. No. Donna in Lawrenceville? I do not agree with your wife. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> here we go. I raised two boys, and I said, you're not going to watch any of the Halloween, the Friday the 13th movies. You couldn't, so they didn't want... I said, Mom, we watched all of those movies when we would go to our friend's house. <laughs> you know, my overall opinion, and I don't want to offend anybody, but they weren't just making these kids too mandy-pamby. I mean, truly, you to protect them so much, to me, just doesn't prepare them for life in general. And this is his dad watching the movie with him. I yeah. mean, your kids are sneaking around watching these movies with their friends. There's no guidance. There's no, what does PG stands for? Parental guidance. That means mom, dad, watch the movie with him. Explain if even he needs explaining. Like right. Darth Vader's not real. I mean, oh no, <laughs> right? And he seems like a very intelligent little boy. Let me tell you, for five years old, right? He is one smarty. How many syllables are in the word inappropriate? I mean, come on. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, decision has been made. There will be a viewing of Star Wars at the Lemire House tonight. Woo-woo. Full report tomorrow. Oh, goodness. Sam is going to love it. And we'll hear his precious little voice tomorrow say, telling us how appropriate it was. <laughs> TMZ and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. 
Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Amy in Dallas, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. We want to let everybody know this is sponsored by Rick Hendrick Chevrolet. Rick Hendrick Chevrolet. Chevrolet. And Amy, go ahead and kick Kara out of the studio. <laughs> You're going out. See you, Amy. Good luck. Vamoose papoose. <laughs> All right, she's making her way out of the studio. While she's standing outside the room, I'll ask you five questions. Um, you answer them, then I bring her in, ask her the same exact questions. If you end up answering more right than Kara, she's going to have to pay you $100 cash, okay? Okay. Question number one. A jewelry store owner in Michigan buried his inventory and is selling clues for a scavenger hunt. Cubic zirconia is a cheaper version of what gem? Diamonds. Question number two. The soup Nazi recorded a PSA encouraging people to wear masks. Just remember, no mask, no soup. What show was the soup Nazi from? Um, ooh, it's either Seinfeld or Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, Everybody Loves Raymond. Question number three. Demi Moore has been doing some Zoom calls from her bathroom, which features a sofa and a carpet. And people are going nuts about it. She says her ex-husband chose the carpet, the one that was in Die Hard. Who's that? Uh, ooh, um, oh, I know. Like, I can fix your face. I can't think of his name. Um... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to move on to question number four. Mike Tyson <laughs> is going to fight a shark during Shark Week, which airs on what network? Um, the History Channel. Question number five. The Bachelorette will film entirely from a La Quinta resort in California. Who is the host of The Bachelorette and The Bachelor? Um... <laughs> Mario Lopez. I don't know. Mario Lopez. Okay. This is a very bad morning for you. <laughs> I don't know how else. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You got one right. right. Dang it. Was it diamonds? But listen, Kara could also get them all wrong. Oh, totally. Possibly. Because you write terrible questions. I write very, you have to be, it's very heady, very smart, intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Same questions for Kara. Number one, jewelry stoner in Michigan. Buried his inventory and is selling clues for a scavenger hunt. Cubic zirconia is a cheaper version of what gem? A diamond. That was the answer that Amy got right. So you guys are tied up for the moment at one apiece. Perfect. And that's where we start to fall apart. Question number two. (laughs) The soup Nazi recorded a PSA encouraging people to wear masks. Just remember, no mask, no soup. What show is the soup Nazi from? Seinfeld? Is correct. Guess what Amy did? Uh, She said it's Seinfeld or Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm going to go with Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, no. (laughs) Question three. (laughs) Demi Moore has been doing Zoom calls from her bathroom, which features a sofa and a brown carpet she says was chosen by her ex-husband, the one that was in the Die Hard movies. Who's that? Uh, Bruce Willis. It is three to one. Kara's in the lead. Number four. Mike Tyson's going to fight a shark during Shark Week, which airs on what network? Discovery? Discovery is correct. She said History Channel. I couldn't remember what it was. Number five. (laughs) The Bachelorette's going to film entirely from a La Quinta resort in California. Who's the host of that show? Oh, gosh. What's his name? Oh, I always get his name wrong. I always mix him up with the other guy. What's his name? Chris Harrison. 
final score, Kara, five. Yeah! Amy, unfortunately, in Dallas, one. Are you smart? I know. Are you smarter than Kara? No, no, I'm not. I feel terrible for you. But next time, you'll get her next time. I hope so. Kara's record, 819 wins and 29 losses. Sorry, Amy. Honestly, that makes me a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> you usually win, girl. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, good morning. It's Tad. Hello, Kara. Good morning. I will apologize to Rose 25 and above on my Delta flight, but I shouldn't be the one apologizing. Should be the guy in 24C. What are you talking about? I flew from Atlanta to Hartford, Connecticut, uh-huh. my little holiday. Right. And I figured, even though I'm terrified of the Rona, mm. that considering my speeding problems, it was smarter to fly yes, and be yes. super careful yeah. than to drive 16 hours. Mm-hmm. I got a window seat. Yeah. I wore two masks. Two masks? Safety first. Is that overkill? I don't know. Am I sitting here talking to you right now? Yes, you are. I guess it isn't overkill that. Okay, all right. (laughs) Everything was fine. The flight, as much as it killed me, I thought that the Biscoff cookies even might be contaminated, so I didn't even take those. I just stay to myself, Uh and I squirrel away in my little corner and just pray that no germs get to me. I can see you just like crunched up in a little ball, like up against the window. Like full on fetal position. Yeah, I I can see it in my mind. So we're about to land and I'm thinking I'm scot free. Mm -hmm. I did it. I made it. All I have to do is deplane and get the heck out of Dodge. Right. And then I'm in the safe arms of my loved ones who have all taken their temperatures and (laughs) sanitized completely. (laughs) Then... Just as I'm feeling the relief of having landed safely, the most terrifying sound comes from the guy sitting in seat 24C. Oh, no. And I'm like, that's a dry cough if I've ever heard a dry cough. So what am I going to do? Now I got this guy spreading. Was he wearing a mask? Everybody was wearing a mask, but... A powerful cough like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they at least they were wearing a mask. That helps a lot. So now I'm regretting sitting in the window seat. I'm usually in the aisle. Mm-hmm. How am I going to get in front of this guy? I'm not going to walk behind this guy, his vapors, mm-hmm. all the way down the aisle of the plane. I'm not going to throw myself over the seat into the next row to get a jump on him, to get ahead of him. That would be immature. But something I could see you doing also, just crawling oh, over I, it like a spider monkey. Kara, I wanted to jump <laughs> over that seat so badly. And, of course, he gets in front of me. Uh-huh. And he's the person in front of me. And that's oh. why the apology, because I stood there and waited for him to get a good 20 paces in front of me before I would move. How do you think that made all of the people standing behind me feel? The people who had been sitting on the same vessel for over two hours and had reached their destination. And there was one guy standing between them and their freedom. And his name was Tad, Air Marshal Tad. The only reason I started to walk 
down the aisle of the plane uh-huh. is because I realized suddenly, do you know how many respiratory droplets people are expelling when they're sighing and groaning oh and complaining about me holding up that plane? So I chose <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Tad and Drax are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 729, hot, humid, chance of showers, thunderstorms today. High of 91. What's going on, Kara? So if you don't already have a decent mask that you can at least tolerate for a little while, it might be time to get yourself one. That is, if you want to shop at Best Buy, Costco, Starbucks, the Apple Store, any of those places. And then yesterday, Kroger and Walmart and Sam's Club also joined those list of businesses that are going to require customers to sport a mask if you're going to go inside. The governor has these guidelines, Mm -hmm. right? for the state and said that no cities or towns can override those. Right. But that does not include individual private businesses. That is correct. Yes. Good. It's a small sacrifice that we can make to protect each other and ourselves and get this thing kind of under control a little bit. Haven't you noticed like pretty much 99% of people are wearing masks anyway? Definitely here. But when I was vacationing in Florida, oh, no, not Not so much. You also see the number of cases in Florida through the roof. So it's it's and I think that whether or not you believe, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. in science or believe in masks or whatever is uh, you're kind of shamed into wearing your mask. Like, if you don't want to be the only person in the entire universe not wearing it, you know, you don't want to draw attention to yourself like that. Or maybe you do. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to try to tell you how to live your life. Let's get a good feeling. Please. (laughs) Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. All right, so if you bought yourself an iPhone 6 or 7 before December 21st, 2017, you could have some money waiting for you to claim. And free money is always good money, right? So a while back, Apple actually confessed to slowing down certain older iPhones to, you know, make you buy the new technology. I can't believe... What scumbags Apple is for doing that, by the way. Right. Well, I mean, at least they fessed up and they are trying to make a little bit of reparation for it. But it's only because they're being forced to by the courts. So if you've got yourself one of those older iPhone 6 or 7s, you can submit a claim to smartphoneperformancesettlement.com. You got to do this before October 6th and you can get yourself a big check for an entire $25 per phone. I hear that and I say, who has time for all that paperwork? It's I don't think it's a whole lot of paperwork. If you've got your, um, I think it said the serial number of the phone, which shows right kind there, of all I'm of the out. stuff right there. Where am I going to find the serial number for the phone? Do you not still have the phone, the old phone? Uh, I, I keep all of it. my old phones. Really? Yeah. I usually trade them in for, I don't know. I keep all of my old phones. And you're an Android user. I am. Yeah. So you're not getting your 25 bucks I either, sure am not. <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. It's Tad and Kara. Drex is back next week. The whole darn family will be together. It'll be glorious. <laughs> or at least for a minute. Um, <laughs> hot and humid today. Chance of showers, thunderstorms. High of 91. So, Tad, yesterday I left work and I had to make a stop at Walgreens to pick up some personal items. Mm -hmm. And when I got back to the house, I just kind of like threw the bag down and my husband came home. He asked me to get him some like deodorant and stuff. He was rummaging through the bag and did you get my deodorant? Of course I did. Where Where is it? I can't find it. 
course, it's right in front of his face in the bag. Typical man. Right. And then he picks up what I had purchased for myself. And he's like, what is this? Is this for me? I didn't need a new one of these. And I was like, well, turd, that is not for you. That is indeed for me. I had bought myself a new razor. And I don't use ladies' razors. Hmm. has nothing to do with the pink tax or any of that drama. So, has- the, But that is an interesting point. I don't want to go by this. The pink tax. Yeah. This is crazy. Clark Howard turned us on to this. Mm. If it's a woman's razor, like the Venus or whatever. Made by the exact by- same company. It's the same product. Maybe even inferior. Mm-hmm. They but it's actually- marketed for a lady. They charge more. Exactly. Which is insane. Which is stupid. And so I don't think, off. well, my my point is, it has nothing to do with the pink tax for me. I think the men's razors are made better. They've got more blades, and if it can go on your face, it can definitely take care of my leg stubble. Not worried about it. I'm going with the men's razor. And Ryan was just like, why don't you buy the lady razor? What a sexist animal. And I said, it's because the razor is better in the men's version. There's the extra blade, like you know, just the right. things that I just went through. So he was like, I can't believe you use a product that's made for a guy. And I'm like, I'm not the only one. Don't be so weird to think that I'm the only person that uses a product that is made specifically for the opposite sex. I can beat you on that. I could take it one step further. I ran out of um, hair goop, like hair product. Oh, yeah. And... In a pinch, I asked my wife, I go, do you have anything mm-hmm. that I could use to tease my glorious, beautiful locks that of hair? Mane. And she gave me the stuff. She goes, this is Jennifer Aniston uses this. <laughs> it's called Oribe. And these are like $36 a bottle. But I got a deal on it. My wife is always trolling for deals. <laughs> she doesn't even need the product. She's getting the deal on it. She doesn't care. So it's like, yeah, uh, anyway, I won't go down that, that down that. So I'm like, I'm using this $36 Oribe stuff. Kara, it smelled so good. Mm-hmm. It smelled like nothing I've ever... It was magic, but it's mousse. I don't really use mousse, and I needed to go back to my cheap hair hair stuff. So you know what I did? I researched, and I found out that Oribe makes a cologne. Oh. So I went and I bought the cologne. It's very hard to find. Yeah. I had to go to three different stores, but I found it. It's just Glorious. So now not only are you using your wife's mousse. No, I stopped using the mousse. Now I just use the perfume. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it's a product. It's meant for the opposite sex, but you swear by it, Lucy, in Atlanta. When I was quarantined with my boyfriend earlier this year, I was kind of like afraid, like nervous to go down to the, you know, basement laundry. And so, and it was really like warm in his apartment. So I just, started wearing his old boxer brief and then I like to go for long walks but I and I usually like will wear a dress you know and like chub rub is a thing so I was like I'm just gonna wear these boxer briefs like under my skirt like who cares and they're amazing and so I've literally started buying to wear around the house and to wear under dresses specifically uh men's boxer briefs and I'm never going back because it's just like they're cool or comfortable and it takes care of the chub rub situation which i'm not ashamed to admit you've like, turned yourself into a toddler again <laughs> yeah kind of easiest solution is some good old man panties 
Heck yeah. Thank you for teaching me the phrase chub rub and man panties. You're welcome. And so we're looking for other things. Is there anything other than a razor that you use or you know of somebody that uses that is meant for the opposite sex, but it works great for you? Linda in Loganville? Blue jeans. Blue jeans? Mm, That's a good one. And why do you buy, so you buy men's blue jeans? Yes, because lately, in the last few years, the material I use for ladies' jeans has all become stretchy. Mm -hmm. And if you wear it for a little while, it keeps stretching. So I start off wearing a comfortable pair of jeans in the morning. I come home in the afternoon and I'm having to hold them up to walk from the car. (laughs) But doesn't, I would love to have, and I know you're going to be against this, but I would love for them to make men's jeans stretchy. I'd love that feeling like I've lost weight during the course of the day. You always want what you can't have. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much, Linda. That's a great tip. If any women are tired of the stretchy pants, if they're tired of feeling more confident at the end of the day by the weight loss, <laughs> and they want those jeans to be good and uncomfortable, but they look great. Um, all right, Connor is in Woodstock. What do you do? It's meant for the opposite sex, but... Yeah, so basically, um, I'm a, a big runner. Uh-huh. Um, I've been running for a while, but I've struggled with uh, a serious uh, chafing issue. Yes. Mm. So one morning, I was getting ready for a run, and I spotted my wife's, uh, it's called like an ah bra in the closet. <laughs> and I thought, like, why not give it a shot? Like, maybe it'll help. And? To be honest, it, uh, it fixed my problem. So I started borrowing it from her. And then uh, my wife realized I was using it. And, you know, she got pretty upset that I was stretching it out. And it started to smell after I was using it. I mean, I was running. So, I mean, <laughs> And she said it was her favorite bra, so um, she bought me three in my size, so I'd leave hers alone. That ah. is the greatest. <laughs> What's better than buying your own bras is your wife gifting them to right. you. <laughs> As a fellow runner, I've tried everything. The, uh, the the nip guards, there's some body stuff that you put on there, but I've never tried a bra. Looks like you need to go to Target and get yourself an yeah. bra. Target? You should, uh, I'm going to Vicky's Secret. If you're going to do it, do it right. I, no, they're sold at Target. They're good. The Abra, I'm telling you, I I think it could be a new thing, a new trend. I'd recommend it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, Connor, um, you know when you're having a conversation with somebody and uh, you, you, you go, well, on that note... <laughs> This is one of those moments. You hit that moment. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. I don't understand why people were not thanking me for saving them from the guy that was sitting in seat 24C on my flight to Hartford. Instead, they were complaining. What did you do to save them? I held them back. I made sure nobody left my section of the plane until... I deemed it safe. You made sure no one got to their final destination in time because... I flew from Atlanta to Hartford, Connecticut. And I figured, even though I'm terrified of the Rona, Mm. that considering my speeding problems, it was smarter to fly and be super careful than to drive 16 hours. Mm -hmm. I got a window seat. Yeah. I wore two masks. Two masks? Safety first. Is that overkill? 
I don't know. Am I sitting here talking to you right now? Yes, you are. I guess it isn't overkill that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Everything was fine on the flight. I just stay to myself uh-huh. and I squirrel away in my little corner right? and just pray that no germs get to me. I can see you just like crunched up in a little ball, like up against the window. Like full on fetal position. Yeah, I, I can see it in my mind. So we're about to land and I'm thinking I'm scot-free. Mm-hmm. I did it. I made it. Then just as I'm feeling the relief of having landed safely... The most terrifying sound comes from the guy sitting in seat 24C. (coughs) Oh, no. And I'm like, that's a dry cough if I've ever heard a dry cough. So what am I going to do? A powerful cough like that? Yeah. So now I'm regretting sitting in the window seat. I'm usually in the aisle. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get in front of this guy? I'm not going to walk behind this guy. His vapors. Mm-hmm. All the way down the aisle of the plane. I'm not going to throw myself over the seat into the next row to get a jump on him, to get ahead of him. That would be immature. But something I could see you doing also, just it's crawling over I, it like a spider monkey. Kara, I wanted to jump <laughs> over that seat so badly. And of course, he gets in front of me, uh-huh. and he's the person in front of me. And that's oh. why the apology, because. I stood there and waited for him to get a good 20 paces in front of me before I would move. How do you think that made all of the people standing behind me feel? The people who had been sitting on the same vessel for over two hours and had reached their destination. And there was one guy standing between them and their freedom. His name was Tad, Air Marshal Tad. The only reason I started to walk down the aisle of the plane Uh is because I realized suddenly... Do you know how many respiratory droplets people are expelling when they're sighing and groaning and complaining about me holding up that plane? So I chose the lesser of two evils. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.